Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up? Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, back from his vacation. We are glad to be with you on this Monday, and we invite you to join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Bull! There's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says, so here's the real deal. Best plan? One or two lines, $45 each with auto bull, uh, auto pay, not auto bull. We're getting away from the bull. Auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. Hey, Dad, how was your weekend? It was great. I had a great time. A lot of fun with my yeah. friends. Yeah. Saw Pat Green in concert on Saturday night. That was pretty cool. Something like that. <laughs> I was a little late responding to your uh, to your text message. Sorry about that. It's, it's fine. I understand. You're a busy man. Uh, I just probably wasn't up as late as you were on Saturday night. Seems like a reasonable guess. Well, I mean, that's while true. That that text was sent during while Mississippi State was still playing baseball. So I'm sure you were awake watching that. Yeah, I watched most of it on Saturday night. Had to uh, had to make a run back to town. We were staying kind of out at my in-laws' house Saturday night, and uh, realized that we had zero. We're almost completely out of diapers, but they're still like the nighttime diaper, and we were completely out. And it makes a whole lot uh, easier um, in the morning if a diaper was on through the night. Not for me, by the way. Yeah, so, I would hope not. Yeah, yeah, it, it was for for the youngest. Um, so I switched over and had to listen for a little while, which right. I guess means I missed the dancing on the dugout that so many people seem to be just incredibly worked up about. I didn't see the dancing on the dugout, so I'll take your word for it. I, I, I've heard ad nauseum about Vanderbilt football players dancing on top of oh, the dugout. Oh, Vanderbilt football players, yeah, I, yeah, that was happening, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, they were just happy to see a Vanderbilt team win, probably. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Hey, that they baseball won a program has done a lot of games in 2019. That's true. They did. That's true. <laughs> Michael Borky, how was your weekend? This stupid phone. Just unplugging it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, well, I've done that before, but it got plugged back in. It's just somebody trying to. It's reach like telemarketers too. Extended warranty. It's something a hammer can't cure. Just take care of it. Jeez. Sorry. I saw a video of uh, a conch shell. Somebody set up. Uh, I guess it's a, like a, a wireless microphone inside of a conch shell on the beach. And as people were walking by, he was making like this weird noise come out of the conch. And so people would pick it up to listen to it, you know? Like people do, you hear the ocean inside of a shell. And he would say, I've been trying to reach you about your vehicle's extended warranty. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, how was the weekend, Bort? Oh, man, weekend was good. Weekend was really good. I got to watch football, even though it was a bunch of names that you don't have to remember. And so I, I, a buddy texted me. He was like, hey, what do you think about the spring game? I was like, I think I just watched a bunch of dudes that you will not see play again. <laughs> I mean, that's my takeaway. Certainly in the second half, Certainly that was the case. Certainly in the second half of the spring game, I had one of those moments. I was like, you know what? I know I'm technically supposed to do this, but I'm going to find something else to do for the second half. So truth be told, I, I, I started watching the second half of the Grove Bowl, and then I realized, again, these are names that I'm not going to have to remember. So I think I'm going to go outside or something. But otherwise, weekend was really good. Watched a ton of baseball. Watched a little uh, football. My basketball team is basically out of the running for the playoffs, so I get to put that to bed now for the year. Things are good. Yeah, they're like 12 games to play in what? Memphis is in the eighth spot in the West, but they've got the playoff deal, and they're like eight games behind Memphis or something like that. So they're four behind San Antonio, and San Antonio owns the tiebreaker. They technically can still come back. They have three games against the Warriors in the final 12. They Hmm. have to beat them all three times. And that ain't happening. Steph's kind of so, playing at a pretty high level. Uh, it's stupid. but uh, So I, I get to at least put one sport aside now. I mean, I'm still going to keep up on Twitter and stuff, but I don't have to like appointment watch the team anymore, which will be kind of nice. I can spend a little more time doing something that doesn't make me sad. So there that'll go. be good. So it is Monday, and that means we will get to winners and losers in the 4 o'clock hour. We will actually do that on Monday this week. We won't push it to Tuesday, or at least that's the plan going in. Um, in the five o'clock hour for the college football fix, we will talk about the Ole Miss spring game. My biggest takeaway, I was cold and I pulled the dumbest move I've pulled in a really long time. Walking out of the baseball stadium, a lot of drama on Saturday at the baseball game. I had a lightweight rain jacket and I was carrying it and I walked right by my truck walking from baseball to football. And I thought, you know what? I'm tired of carrying this. And so I tossed my rain jacket into the truck and then kept on walking. And as I walked into the football stadium, it started raining. And the wind blew, and it was cold. The, the sun finally popped out for about 15 minutes. It was like, oh, we're on the beach. It's great. And then it kind of went away as well. So uh, that was my biggest takeaway from the, uh, from the spring game. We'll get into uh, what actually happened on the field later. But you know that baseball uh, Monday is for baseball uh, on Sports Talk Mississippi. Recapping the weekend. Mississippi State goes to Nashville to face Vanderbilt. They lose game one, six to two. Kumar Rocker with his second career complete game. Uh, Mississippi State bounces back with a seven to four win. Logan Tanner hit a ball that is likely to land sometime later this afternoon. My goodness, a tank bomb from Logan Tanner. Uh, it crossed the border of, into Kentucky. It did. It may be two states, and and it may be <laughs> crossing the border into Canada here before too terribly much longer. That's not the only long home run that was hit this weekend. We'll talk about another one in just a minute. Mississippi State jumped out to a lead yesterday, could not hang on as Vanderbilt came from behind in the middle innings. What two, three, and two? Uh, I think for their seven runs, they went seven to four uh, yesterday. So uh, hey, Dad. Big picture takeaway from the weekend in Nashville: Bulldogs did what they had to do, which was win one. Yeah. Just can't get swept on the road. I thought they'd win one. Uh, I didn't think they'd win the game that they won. They had no uh, thought of going up there and getting a win off of Jack Leiter. But Will Bedner pitched really, really well. 
uh, and State was able to get some hits off of him and chase him, and not only just to get some hits off him, but they made him work up the pitch count. Uh, he was he was into the hundreds yeah. early, and, and and they got him out of there, and were able to get the win. Obviously, you know Landon Sims and extended relief was was very good after he shaky you know, seventh inning, inning and then was able to write the ship. I, I have a theory on that. I may ask Coach Lamonis about it, but I just think you know he's so used to coming in and there's nobody on base. Is he is he just not comfortable in the stretch at this point in the season? I don't know if that's the answer or not. Um, but the, like you said. When you go on the road, you just don't want to get swept. State got the win. They had the opportunity to take the series, and I'm sure uh, Lamo- Coach Lamonis and that team will be upset that that, di- that didn't come to fruition. But 11-7 and at this point in the season with who you have left on the schedule, you're in, you're in fantastic shape to not only be a host but to be a, a national seed and get that super regional host spot if you're Mississippi State. I have a question. Yeah. Just how hard did you roll this weekend? Your voice, my man. Uh, well, that that bar you saw, uh, there was a great combination of the guy playing music was playing a lot of my favorite tunes, so there was a lot of singing happening. And then I may have been, you know, I may have allowed myself to slip into fan mode as State was winning that game a couple of times. Um, I may have had some things to say. To that some was two days batters. ago. Well, I mean, you know, what do you want me to do? Recovery takes a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, putting away a bunch of vodka tonics didn't exactly help the throat. So, you know. Ricola. <laughs> a couple of limes in there that the acidity will get for you, you know. Uh, Southern Miss wins three out of four this weekend at home against Western Kentucky. They dropped the series finale. We'll talk with Scott Barry coming up in about five minutes about that. In Oxford, Ole Miss loses game number one on Thursday night. They lose Friday's game 7-2, to two, giving up five runs in the top of the ninth inning. Going from down two to one to down seven to two, and then a pretty dramatic come from behind win on Saturday, trailing nine to one going into the bottom of the eighth inning. Ole Miss scored eight runs in the bottom of the eighth in their last two at bats, and really it's like the last inning plus because they didn't even record an inning in the bo- uh, an out in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, a three-run home run, a grand slam, and another ball that, if it had been just hit just a little bit higher probably would have not landed yet. Kemp Alderman, who we talked about in the middle of the week, uh, had his red shirt removed on Tuesday, played on Tuesday night, went one for four. I think he had one at bat prior to the uh, the last at bat on Saturday and hits an opposite field line drive solo home run for Ole Miss to walk it off and win the finale against LSU 10-9. to And it was a game that was desperately needed and looked like it was just... No shot. And then the Rebels came all the way back and got the win. There's obviously a lot to talk about from the series. Say what? You've gotten to call two of the craziest college baseball games of the season. I have. Absolutely have. And uh, they both have been wildly entertaining. Yeah. Result was better for Ole Miss in one than it was the other, but uh, yes, both yes. wildly entertaining. Be- beggars can't be choosers, you know. That's right. That's right. Farm Bureau phone line. Scott Barry joins us next.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Looking pretty good for the most part. Just some delays at Highway 80 and Highway 13 due to construction elsewhere. No other major problems so far this afternoon. Coast looks to be clear. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down, let's make a deal. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See good for details with proof Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi on a Monday afternoon. Mondays are for baseball on Sports Talk Mississippi. We recap the weekend and we do that with the head coaches at Southern Miss, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. First up, Scott Barry on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. 
Coach, I know you want to be greedy. When you get the first three, you've got the sweep in the crosshairs, but a weekend where you get three out of four, it's hard to be too upset with that, isn't it? Well, it is unless you're at the at the end of, of doing your body of work and you have, you know you have that opportunity of getting to sleep. It, it certainly uh, it leaves a little bad taste in your mouth. But you know, with that being said, Richard, uh, I'm proud of our guys for coming out, winning three games, uh, and, and winning the series. You know, in previous years, three games would have gotten you sweep, but in this post-COVID time uh, with the way our conference is structured now. Four games has to uh, be played and it requires you beating the team four times and and it's hard to do that in all honesty. So uh, yesterday wasn't our best game of baseball and Western Kentucky had a sense of urgency to salvage one and make their ride uh, a little better uh, ride home uh, for certain. So uh, I'm grateful for for winning, winning the series in three games. I know you don't worry a whole lot about this, but I do think it's worth maybe just a touch of conversation. Sitting at 18 in the RPI, strength of schedule is at 17. You're now ranked in the D1 baseball top 25. I think that's for the first time this season. What does that mean to you? Does it just speak to the overall body of work and kind of the consistency throughout the course of the season, the fact that your team has gotten better and has played better, or does it just not mean anything? No, it, it certainly means a lot to me because I think this team has, has shown the progress in growing up from where we were <laughs> several weeks back. I mean, you know, at, at one point we uh, we were going through a lot of growing pains in that non-conference uh, period of our schedule. And, uh, you know, since that time, we've really matured and grown up a great deal and learned to compete and learned to have confidence. I mean, we're hitting 253, which is – Still not where you would like to be, but it seems like that a lot of that averages around the country are down. But, you know, back there six weeks ago, we were sitting in the 220s, you know, so we, uh, and didn't, and didn't have the wins in the win column like we wanted. So, and certainly weren't worthy of any kind of ranking or recognition. So I'm proud of our, our guys, our coaches and, and everything that has gone into where we are to date in this season and, and, and being recognized for the total body of work that we've been able to put together so far. Kind of sticking with the theme of what you just said, is there a scenario where if you rewind six weeks, maybe you don't win back-to-back six-to-five games where you have to have you know late comeback, big hits throughout the course of the game? I, I agree. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely. You know, I think our go-to guys at that time were off to a slow start. So the younger guys are kind of looking for that, that leader and kind of looking for who's going to take us through this. And, and since that time, uh, you know, the Montenegros, the, the Lynches and the Trimbles, who even Trimble was a, as a COVID freshman. He's, you know, he's a, a very good player. You know, those guys have really stepped their games up and uh, and really kind of shown the way, and I think it's just follow suit with the rest of it. All right, so game one Friday night, 6-5, to five, and you have to co- score a couple of uh, runs late. What, what was the key in that game for you guys coming from down 5-4 to going up 6-5 in the eighth? Well, I think the key was is what we've been able to do the past few weeks, and that's uh, to, to not give in, uh, to stay in the middle of the ring and keep punching back when they punched. And, you know, early in the year, I think we would have got on the ropes and just and took it. Uh, but now we, uh, we when we do get on the ropes, we come off from it. And of course, you know, we equate boxing a lot with baseball and just the uh, the uh, the way you've got to persevere and, and, and stay stay in the, in the game. So, 
that's what I saw in that game. When we came in and gave that four spot up, certainly it didn't look good. But there in the fifth, uh, Tremble gets a hit by pitch to lead the inning off. Uh, Charlie Fisher, our, our three-hole hitter, he leaves the yard. Uh, and then uh, Sergeant, our uh, our first baseman, comes back and then, and hits a home run as well. So, you know, we took that lead back and then and we're able to hold on to it. So six to five Friday night, six to five game one of the doubleheader on Saturday, and then you get just an incredible performance from Ben Etheridge on the mound in, in game two of the doubleheader, game three of the series. Seven innings, three hits, eleven strikeouts, and no walks. That's about as good as it gets, Coach. Yeah, he was really on. And, you know, he didn't start the game that strong, in all honesty. There was an inning there that he had to pitch around. I think they had runners at first and second. It was in the third inning. And uh, with one out, he had to pitch around that. Uh, but, you know, he uh, the first hitter of the game, he hit. You know, first pitch, he hit the guy. And I thought, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> but I'll tell you, as, as, as things got going, I mean, about the fifth inning, there was like another gear that kicked in and on him, and his his pitchability just became you know really really good, and he got into a rhythm, and he got a lot of swing and misses, and and retired the last fourteen hitters of the game. So he was recognized today as conference pitcher of the week for for our conference, and, and rightly so. He's just a young young kid. He's a, he's a COVID freshman who was a freshman All American last year, and and has really developed nicely into our our number three starter this year is this finals week for uh for your guys it is yes isn't it crazy to think that we're talking graduation this coming weekend I mean, it's unbelievable how fast the spring has gone yeah it really has of course we cut out our spring break at southern miss so we rolled on through it trying to keep people on campus instead of going out and bringing right. COVID back to us so it sped everything up a little bit so you're right. I mean, we're in April and we're taking finals, and I don't ever remember that happening. Have you guys? I mean, I don't think I really remember this. I mean, we've seen some some pockets of games that have been canceled across the country with COVID-related issues, but you guys have managed to stay pretty much clear of that throughout the season, haven't you? You know what, Richard? We have at Southern Miss, and our whole league has not not one team conference-wise has been affected since we started. Um, the conference play now. Prior to that, there I don't know anybody that that was uh, jeopardized by that. In all honesty, I don't remember if they were, but we have not one time. So I feel like whatever the plan that we have in place, which is testing twice a week in our conference, has, has certainly worked out. You know, of course, we take all precautions with our teams, and hopefully everybody else has. But you know, I think we're starting to see the decline, obviously, across the country. But We've been we've been able to uh, our conference has has really had no no issues whatsoever. All right, so it's not four years ago or five years ago or three years ago, but it's still Southern Miss and Rice coming up this weekend. And I know just traditionally that's been such an important series that has you know determined a league champion on a number of occasions. How big a deal is that coming up this weekend for you? Well, to me, it's no bigger than the series we just got through playing. You know, where we need to be with the big picture is we need to just control what we can do and, and what we do do. And, and, uh, you know, let's go out there and play a team, uh, that Rice traditionally has the ability to beat you and had not only over the prior years, but, you know, this year. So they're division one players. They're coached well. 
you know, there's a reason they're playing at this level, and and they practice hard. So, you know, they're going to give us everything we want. I know that. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 just another game on our schedule, but it's the most important game right now, and it happens to be that Friday at, at Rice, and that's the way Coach, we need to look at it. Yeah, so four games coming up against Rice uh, this weekend in Houston. I haven't asked you about this in a while, and and certainly uh, hope the news is is okay. Any update on your end from uh, from Coach Palmer with with his progress and kind of what he's been going through for good grief? I guess it's been almost a year now. Yeah, it'll be in August tenth, I believe, is whenever he suffered the stroke. But uh, actually, uh, a week and a half ago, or two weeks ago, they actually did the reverse craniotomy, where they put the skull piece back on his head that they had to take off back in August to let the swelling go down. So that that has been off uh, ever since uh, last August. So they were able to put that back on, uh, no issues whatsoever uh, with, with that. But he he does remain there in a rehab facility in Collins, Mississippi, uh, trying to uh, trying to get better. So please, everybody, continue your prayers and, and thoughts for him with that. I know it certainly has been a long, long road, and for those people that are close to him, it's been hard to go through, but uh, we'll continue to keep him in our thoughts and uh, in our prayers. Scott, always enjoy the visits on Monday. All the best to you in Houston coming up this weekend. Thank you, Richard. I enjoy it. That's Scott Perry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss after the Golden Eagles win three out of four. I want to go back in case you missed it earlier. In terms of the metrics, Southern Miss is sitting at 26-13 and overall. They are 18 in the RPI, 17 in terms of strength of schedule, and they've got a bunch of win opportunities in front of them. And, you know, is Southern Miss going to be a host? I don't know. Yeah, May 10th is when that gets announced. But that's a better RPI than Texas Tech. It's a better RPI than Stanford, than Miami, than LSU, a traditional power, even though they're down. And they're only a couple of spots behind Ole Miss, who's at 15 in the RPI right now. So a lot of good things happening around Southern Miss. And an opportunity this weekend. You know, I mentioned Rice. They're 5-14-1 in league play. They are in the, 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 the cellar of the Conference USA West Division. And you got Southern Miss just one game back in the win column. Same number of losses, only half a game back from Louisiana Tech going into a big weekend. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 58. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 85. Tuesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 65. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 84. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Your Mississippi Braves are back, and single-game tickets are on sale now at MississippiBraves.com, the Trustmark Park box office, or by calling 888-BRAVES-4. Make your plans for opening day on Tuesday, May 4th, and the opening homestand against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, May 4th through 9th at Trustmark Park. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves and enjoy great promotions like Thirsty Thursday, Fan Friday giveaways, and fireworks. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit MississippiBraves.com. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4 or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting a three-day total of 638 new COVID-19 cases. The report, which covers Friday through Sunday, brings the state's total number of cases up to just under 311,000. With the confirmation of three additional deaths, 7,178 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. And after 40 years, two homicide victims in California have been identified and are linked to a Mississippi inmate. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department said during the investigation, they identified Howard Neal as a person of interest for the 1980 murders. Neal is currently serving three life sentences in Mississippi. In 1981, he murdered his brother, then raped and killed both his 13-year-old niece and her 12-year-old friend. For more on this story, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. We do nothing but talk. They don't tiptoe around anything. They're not afraid to just tell you like it is, and they have opinions that are strong. It's what we do, and we're good at it. Super Talk Mississippi. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an Everybody Plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art, Wine, and Wheels weekend, April 30th through May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. Events include Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, and a Friday night, April 30th kickoff party. Visit Art, Wine, and Wheels 
Sales.com. Follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag Visit MS Responsibly. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Like, it's nothing to celebrate, for sure, but I feel like you go to Nashville, you get one on the road, you come home, you feel fine, you get Texas A&M this weekend, you're still firmly in national seed territory, all good. Of course, we can go into, like, each game and stuff like that. Them chasing lighter was really impressive. And then, like, on Friday, if Kumar Rocker's locked in, you're not beating him. You're, You're just not beating him. I mean, no matter what Mississippi State did... You're not beating a guy like that that was locked in the way he was on Friday night. You're just not. And and so there's less to take away because you go to Nashville, you get one, you come home, you feel good. You know? There's there's no there's nothing to celebrate and there's nothing to be mad at. It's just kind of you did what you needed to do to stay where you want to be, which is national seed territory. And you were close against one of the best teams in the nation, so you feel like you're you're right there, you know? I, I don't it could be deeper than that, but it may not be. I also think that getting the game that you got, beating lighter, gives you like a little extra boost, a little extra, a little extra. Uh, I, I don't know what the word is, but because you you took down a guy who hadn't lost all year, and so you know that if there comes a situation where you have to face him again, your guys are going to be confident they can get the job done. Because honestly, the next time you might face him, there would probably be some sort of championship on the line. And in the, in that case, you would feel pretty good about your chances because you've done it once before. The layers that go along with Ole Miss are complicated. I think you you have the Bianco's got to go crowd. Which is loud. I'm not sure how big that crowd really is, but it is a loud crowd. That's how that goes. And we'll find out this coming weekend how big they are with how many people show up. Yeah, I think that'll be a good indicator of how la- how many there are. If you have thousands of empty seats in the grandstands and left field is lacking some, the students are going to show up because the weather's probably going to be nice and they can drink beer. So students will be there. But if Well, but students are leaving. I mean, classes end this oh, week. Yeah. Finals are oh, over yeah. on Friday. That's crazy. So that it may not be... But they're not and a there's good no indicator, immediate, I guess. And it's, there's no immediate start to summer school either. Is that a COVID thing or did the calendar change? No, remember, kind of like what Scott Barry was saying that Southern Miss did. Nobody took a spring break this year, and so oh, everything has gotten yeah. moved up a week. Oh, that's that's a shame. Su- summer school in college was the best, but anyway, which summer school is coming? It just doesn't start until June now. Wow. I, I mean, there may be so. So you're looking at a month off, give or take, for students. Yeah, that would starting be a on the thirtieth of... too, if you stick around. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you got to sell mom and dad on that, though. I mean, that sounds pretty great. But I think you'll know how how real that mentality is with the numbers that show up this weekend. South Carolina is not exactly the most 
awe-striking opponent. Like, oh, i got to go to the South Carolina series. You know, they, they don't draw because of their name, although it's a good team. Very important weekend. But there's not that attractiveness of the series. And if there's a few thousand empty seats, then maybe that's real. Yeah, maybe. Um, there are people who have reached the point where they cannot enjoy something fun because they're so convinced that things have to change and the outcome is inevitable. Regardless of the fact that there are four weekends remaining in the regular season and a conference tournament and a couple of more midweek games. So you got, you know, 15 to 20 more games in the regular season before the postseason even begins. Uh, it is clear that Ole Miss has not played very well for the last four weeks. They have lost four consecutive series in SEC play for the first time since 2002. It's been 19 years since Ole Miss has lost four straight series. The flip side of that is they have not been swept in any of those four series, and because they have managed to get at least a game, Ole Miss finds itself one game behind Mississippi State, albeit losing the tiebreaker, and three games out of first place Arkansas. My question is, is this a good team? Is it a bad team? Is it just an average team? But maybe the biggest question, because we all know that baseball can be kind of a funny sport, right? Baseball players are a little odd. Momentum is a weird thing. I mean, a possum shows up on the field and all of a sudden you win 20 of your next 25 games. Inexplicably, like LSU did a few years ago. With the schedule that Ole Miss has remaining, South Carolina this weekend, a road trip to A&M, Vanderbilt coming to your place, and then a road trip at Georgia, there's a lot of opportunity for wins that's still out there. So what is this team? Offensively, at times, they're really, really good. Offensively, at times, they get a little anemic. Starting pitching has largely been good, and they were without Gunnar Hoagland this weekend. I think the expectation is that Gunnar Hoagland returns, but until it happens, it hasn't happened. Is Tim Elko going to make some sort of a miraculous contribute to this team down the stretch trying to play with a torn ACL? I don't know. And then what about the bullpen? Did the bull, did, did, did Jack Doherty... And Wes Burton show you enough on Saturday that make you think maybe there's some contributors here. And there's a little more depth than people realized. Ole Miss doesn't win that game on Saturday without Jack Doherty. A kid who two weeks ago was redshirting. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, you asked the question, though, what is this team? It's hard to hard to tell because, I mean, I think the answer is that it's an extremely talented team who has an extremely high ceiling that absolutely does not play like they've got that high ceiling. They are sloppy in the field. They don't lose Thursday night if they play clean defense for one inning. If they play, play clean defense in the first inning of that game on Thursday, they win the series, and we're here talking about how they're back on track. It is an extremely talented team with great starting pitching that really lacks in the bullpen right now. And even though maybe there were some signs of younger guys doing some good things, 
that's still an issue with that team. They don't play good defense at times. Uh, they have bad at-bats. It almost feels like when they have runners on, the pressure's on them instead of the opponent. It's bizarre. Um, they are talented. They can beat anybody they play. But right now, they don't do the right things to win those tight games. Florida. I mean, we mentioned the Florida series. They probably win that series if they have a, a better fielder in center field. Arkansas bullpen got them on Sunday. Mississippi State, bad, uh, a potentially bad managerial decision, got them on Sunday. And with LSU, I don't know what the heck you call what happened this weekend. With the exception of two innings, they were horrendous across the board, except for Doug Nikhazy and Derek Diamond all weekend. So what are they? A team with a really high upside that does not do the things that need to be done to win series and games against teams that are as good as them Florida, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and apparently LSU. They put up a um, graphic on SEC, or it was on the Rally Cap show. Uh, it was on Rally Cap last night on the SEC Network. Ole Miss's starting pitching in SEC play has a like a two point one something ERA, and the bullpen's ERA is over eight. Oof. Yeah. Can't win like that. You just can't. No, and, and so obviously people are doing the fire the coach thing, and it's it's pre, it's too premature for that. But I do understand when people aren't impressed impressed with regular season wins anymore. It's kind of like the Alabama conversation we were having. Although Ole Miss hasn't won any championships like Alabama has, the the program stunk twenty two years ago. But now you're supposed to win a bunch of games in the regular season. You've got everything in place to make yourself a perennial team that is always winning games in the regular season. So that's not going to be enough for, for fans anymore. It's, not, it's just not. And what they see is a team that, while talented, is getting beat in ways that they have gotten beat before in key moments. And it's almost like just a, a terrifying carousel, just around and around and around. Here they go again, a team that is underachieving, at least to their expectations right now, because they're losing games in ways that you shouldn't lose games. They're losing games in ways Arkansas doesn't lose games, in ways that Vanderbilt doesn't lose. But here they are doing it, and it's just another year of that. And that's where the anxiety's coming from. That's why the mood in the stadium this weekend felt weird. It, almost like they... It's almost like they willed a loss on their team, you know? They weren't there to watch their team win. They were there to see how they were going to lose. Like, that's how it felt. You could feel that through the television, even. Um, But that's where that's coming from, because they see it's like the same thing. Different team, different names, losing games the same way. We'll see where it goes. Greg and Nettleton says, I think Ole Miss is going to be just fine. They get the week off. Chance to get their legs under them this week. They'll be fine big picture. We'll see. Another message, State fan here. Ole Miss goes 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five in the next four SEC series. They sweep A&M, go 1-2 and two against South Carolina, 2-1 and one against Georgia, and either get swept by Vandy or take one from Vandy. I would they go 7-5? and five. right now. I mean, if they go seven and five over the next four series, then that means they're sitting at 17 wins in the league, which has traditionally been good enough to be a host. We'll see.
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. So far, some minor delays eastbound on 20 there at the stack and is Madison County. That's a lot of school traffic on Highway 463 causing delays and seeing delays Highway 22 eastbound at Triplet Road. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. You on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. It'll be part of the conversation you can on the ceasefire text line. Uh, here we go. Four state, eight and four in the last 12, and they are a slam dunk national seed. Very doable given the schedule. Seven and five might be enough. Eight and four would absolutely have them as a national seat, and they have a. They, I feel like they have a great chance to go nine and three. I really feel like in one of those series against A and M, Missouri, or Alabama, they'll get at least one sweep in there. Okay, so it's um, it's A and M at home this weekend, mm-hmm. at and South then Carolina. at South Carolina, Missouri at home, and then you finish at Alabama. Tennessee kind of was really good against A&M, and yet they still didn't get the sweep. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because there's a clear delineation, right, between the top five or six teams in the SEC and the bottom, certainly the bottom two, but maybe the bottom four in the league. Yeah. But even against the worst teams in the league, Auburn gets one against Florida this weekend. Texas A&M gets one against Tennessee. Missouri gets one against... Who are they playing? I don't remember. It doesn't even matter. Kentucky? I think that... No, that's not right. Missouri's only played Kentucky. Yeah. But I get your point. It's like everybody's got the ability to get one. And I just think that underscore, you know, Alabama loses two this weekend to Kentucky, no less. And we felt like Alabama's really been playing better. It just shows you how hard sweeping is in this conference. It's, you know, breaking news. And LSU raised your hand, right? To do, yeah. And, and, and I know LSU people would say, oh, man, just absolutely choked it away. And, yeah, I, to, a, to a degree, they did. But even even up two games to none with an eight-run lead going into the bottom of the eighth inning, you don't get it done. I think it underscores how hard it is 
to win three games against an SEC team in a weekend. And, hey, Dad, I'm not disagreeing with what you said. In fact, I, I agree with what you said. I think with a weekend against A&M and a weekend against Missouri and a weekend against Alabama, it is likely that Mississippi State will sweep one of those series. But I don't think it'll be easy. No. It, against any of those three. That's, I mean, that, that's, 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 you know, to steal from our good friend Ron Polk, that's just baseball. And it, it's tough to beat anybody three games in a row, especially in the SEC. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. And I, I don't know if I'll ask it or if you will, but when we talk to Coach Lamonis about, you know, now that you're getting into the easier portion of the schedule, how quickly will he turn into Zach Arnett when we ask him that question? Yeah, I might let that be you. <laughs> I uh, I will will let that be you. Although it is not a stretch where you're playing three straight top five teams. Right. Right. Uh, another uh, another message. Clown. Oh, that's the one I'm not. <laughs> oh, you can read it. Just refer to him as that henceforth. Uh, Ole Miss will crash and burn as usual. We got. I mean, at this point, though, it's all about the postseason. Just, but, but hold what on a second. What, what does "as usual" mean? I mean, what, what does that mean? They cra- is it a crash and burn if you lose in a super regional and don't get to Omaha? I mean, is that really crashing and burning? Depends on the team. Crashing and burning is when you go. Uh, Five and twenty-five in the SEC, like Auburn's going to do. That's Not crashing and burning. It depends on the team. It, you know, I would say in twenty sixteen, State crashed and burned in the Super Regionals. I thought they were the best team in the country against Arizona. Arizona, yeah. I would say. But is that, that a crash guess, and burn when you run into a guy that's as good as? And sorry for saying his I, name, Bobby Dahlback. I mean, I, I would say that that team. Underachieved, so yeah, to a degree, I would say the same. Ole Miss uh, is it oh four or oh five when they lost to Texas? That was oh, that Ole Miss team was the best team in the country, but they lost in the super regional. But they lost in the super regional to the eventual national champion in an epic three game series. I mean, that's you, you, you lost that's, to a really good team. That's not crashing and burning. I think I I, I feel since, like since the college you, Tennessee Tech, you want to tell me that's crashing and burning? I'll, I'll give you that. You'll buy it. Yeah. Okay. Since okay. the College World Series team, they went to the UCLA regional and lost. They hosted a regional and lost. In seventeen, they didn't make the postseason. In eighteen, they lost in a home regional. In nineteen, they did go to Fayetteville in a super and lost there too. You don't think that they were or could have been and should have produced better results than that? I think that's what they're talking about. You think that's the program ceiling? I think it's hard to get to Omaha. I really do. You're listening to WFMN for Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at the Lone Street Fro.com. I'm Steve Rappaport. The Justice Department to investigate police practices in Louisville, Kentucky in response to the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor last year. Attorney General Merrick Garland. The investigation will assess whether LMPD engages in a pattern or practice of using unreasonable force 
including with respect to people involved in peaceful, expressive activities. Louisville Democratic Mayor Greg Fisher says he welcomes the investigation. The Supreme Court agreeing to hear a challenge to a New York law that limits the ability to carry concealed firearms in public for self-defense. Several other states have similar laws. This case will likely be argued in the fall when the new Supreme Court term begins. It will mark the first major gun rights case since Justice Amy Coney Barrett joined the court in October. Fox's Jared Halpern. America is listening to Fox News. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While a bill signed by Governor Tate Reeves last week expands parole eligibility for select violent offenders, Senator Daniel Sparks detailed a crucial aspect of the bill to Super Talk Mississippi. It mandates a hearing, and it mandates that the victim or their designee has a right to be heard, not noticed, but heard. So that's I think that's very important if you're going to consider someone for parole. That's not a release. You're going to consider them. Those convicted of murder, human trafficking, or sex crimes are not eligible for parole. And are you still waiting on your income tax refund from the IRS? Jill Nato with Fox says you're not alone. The IRS says due to the pandemic, it's taking them longer to process documents mailed to them like paper tax returns and return-related correspondence. And new credits created because of the pandemic have made things complicated. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of bluebell the good old days are being made right now. It's a tailgate party on game day. It's a welcome to the neighborhood. It's another anniversary of the start of something good. It's sharing bluebell ice cream as the evening sun goes down. The good old days are being made right now. Jack 
Jackson State alum made history during last night's 93rd Annual Academy Awards. Mia Neal, along with Jamika Wilson, won the Oscar for makeup and hairstyling for her work on Netflix's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. As the film's hair and wig designer, according to NPR, Neal created over 100 wigs for the film, starring Viola Davis and the late Chadwick Boseman. And the opioid crisis has intensified during the pandemic. Demetria Love with the Institute for the Advancement of Minority Health explains why. What happens is a lot of people haven't had access to their physician. And so what they do is they turn to street drugs. And so you see an increase in opioid deaths because these street drugs that they're getting instead of their regular prescriptions are often laced with fentanyl. According to the CDC, overdoses have sharply increased over the past year. For more on each of these stories and all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day -day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. of you on Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm on this Monday afternoon. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. The C Spire text line is open to you. Time for us to get into winners and losers, and so we want to hear from you. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? Be honest. You know your business deserves better, so get better with a C Spire internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how C Spire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. Uh, some people taking exception with my statement that it is hard to get to Omaha. It's not easy. It is certainly I mean, not easy. It's the pinnacle of college baseball. But how many teams in the SEC do it more often than you do? That's why fans are mad. Not that it doesn't happen every year. It's that everybody else around you is doing it more often than you. That's what they're upset yeah. about. The, no, it, it's not that everybody around you is doing it more often than you. It's that Mississippi State is doing it more often than you. Oh, there's more to it than that. I think. Oh, I think, I think that's I the biggest you. thing, though. Of course. I, but I agree with Borky. It's, it's you know, 
Think about it, how good the program has been at Ole Miss. And South Carolina has won national titles. And Vanderbilt's won national titles. Florida's won national titles. Arkansas has played for a national title. LSU continues in this time frame has won a national title. State's been to the College World Series a bunch of times. Uh, South Carolina Auburn, is a perfect example yeah. for what could potentially happen. I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm not saying it's a different scenario because Ray Tanner didn't didn't get forced out. Right. No, I understand that. But when you move on from the best you've ever had, Chad Holbrook's a possibility. It certainly is. But you don't. I mean, if you expect not moving on from someone out of fear that it may not go well, that's just not, that's small. Time. No, I didn't say that. And don't don't you dare paint me into that corner because that's not what I said. Don't I just said that's a possibility. Dad? Don't you dare. No, I'm saying don't, don't paint me into that corner because that's not what I said. Sorry, nobody dad. puts cross in a corner. Man, I know you're my dad's age, but sorry, Dad. <laughs> Winners and losers, huh? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Play the music. Winners and losers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if you want to have a serious conversation about it, fine. And then when, it, when then you uh, like paint me into a corner on something that's that serious, and then come back with me, don't talk to me like you're my dad. I mean, come on. What are you doing right now? What What are you doing? It's not that serious. I didn't. Don't. don't I didn't dare so paint you in a today. corner. I, I'm just nobody, saying. If, well, that's a case. To, don't, I mean, you, you don't make decisions based on well, it could go poorly. You make decisions based on what. You think your program should be. Not, well, it could be worse. Well, of course it could. But you shouldn't let that deter you but, from but, doing but what's I've best never, for you. I've never said you don't make a decision based on fear. I just said that when you move on from the best that you've ever had, the possibility of ending up with Chad Holbrook is there. Sure. Because South Carolina has been a shell of what it was as a program under Ray Tanner, post-Ray Tanner. And They're kind of just this year getting back to sort of close. It's taken a decade were. almost. Yeah. And if that's something that happens, then it's a risk that you should be willing to take if you have determined, which not the case in Oxford. But once you make that determination that there, we have reached a ceiling, it can't get any higher. We are what we are. We've reached a ceiling. You make that call. You, you do move on. Okay. Once you make that decision, I don't think I, I would hope that Keith Carter has not made that decision yet. I highly doubt. I it. feel abundantly yeah. cautious, uh, confident in saying that that decision has not been made, and it should not. I be don't made. know that it's even like. I mean, is he getting emails and frustration from people that are out there? Yeah, probably so. Oh, I'm sure he gets those. I mean, probably got him this football season. <laughs> If he got him this football season, then I'm not sure you respond to those. Here, here's here's the point that I'm making. Mike Bianco's in his 21st season, and should they have gotten Omaha more than just in 2014? 100 percent. And you know who the first to tell you that they should have gotten Omaha more than once in 21 years? Is Mike Bianco. Like he has said that in interviews with me one on one that we've played on this show more times than like more than once. I think they should have gotten there in 05. That was the heartbreaking one. The twenty eighteen team, that was a team that was good enough to win a national championship. 
and they get bounced in their regional. So was that an underachieving year? Of course it was. But to I, I guess the point that I'm making is couching Ole Miss baseball as an underachieving program is a little disingenuous, I think. But we can certainly disagree on that. Shut up, hey dad. Well, it's not even that. I just I understand yeah. where what the fans are just giggling. Because uh, a texter said, "So how's your day, hey dad?" Um, <laughs> well, there's another one too I, that made me laugh. I just understand where the fans are coming from. Be, because if you're a fan and you don't expect more, if you see every other program around you that is as invested as baseball as you are succeeding more than you are. You should be frustrated. And if you're not, well, then what are you wasting time on? Why would you just build a new player's lounge? Why did you build a really nice, beautiful stadium? Why did you do all that if you do not expect to go higher than what you currently are? I'm just not going to to talk negatively towards the fans that even are, are clamoring for change. I think that's premature. That's a silly conversation. It's not worth having right now. But... I understand their frustration. Mississippi State is more successful than they are in the postseason. Arkansas is more successful than they are. LSU is. Vanderbilt has advantages. It's not really fair to compare them to Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt is. South Carolina. So that makes Ole Miss what the fifth best program in the SEC. The fifth best program in the SEC. It maybe it should be, but it's not based on postseason success. Is it not? What have they done? What what have they done? That's why people are upset. What can you point to? You can point to one what's, trip, which was a good thing. What's the football but, equivalent for this? For, but but, but here's the thing Notre for Dame. me, and I, this is what I've always not said. The SEC, Auburn. I, but I, I've said over and over, I don't think Notre a National. program being successful is measured solely on getting trips to uh, to Omaha. I think it's more about consistent participation in the super regional. Now, if you want to tell me they haven't been enough to enough super regionals, done that once okay. since 2014. What are we talking about? 21 years as a program, or are we talking a, a, a smaller season? Because if it says 24, no, hold on. Lately. But if it, what have you done lately? Okay, well then you can't say South Carolina is a more successful baseball program than Ole Miss because they won back-to-back championships in the mid 2000s. Okay, you can remove South Carolina, but at least they've done it. They've done it. But, they've but won championships. But they've done it. Ole Miss hasn't done it. They haven't done it. I mean, getting to Super Regionals is something that they've kind of struggled with. Also, it's not just, well, they've gotten to Supers and never gotten over over the hump. It's six in 21 years. Who does that more in the SEC? Half the league. Why not you? It's a fair question. It's absolutely fair to be frustrated with that. It's fair to expect more. Like you just said, Ole Miss expects more. So why why are, are we defending here the lack of success when they know they've had a lack of success? They know it. Everybody in Oxford knows it. Keith Carter knows it. Mike Bianco knows it. Everybody in that athletic department knows that they have not had success in the postseason relative to their ability to have that success. Everybody there knows it. So why are we defending it when they wouldn't defend it? It's okay to say they haven't done that, and it's still a good, solid, stable program. It's in great shape. 
And this year, they can beat anybody they play, and they can do what they did in 2014 and make it to Omaha. That's all still in front of this team. Absolutely. But fans are frustrated, and they should be, because this isn't good, or at least it shouldn't be good enough and acceptable, especially when the head guy doesn't accept this. The, the thought on it being difficult to get to Omaha. So Ole Miss got there once, right? Got there in 2014. And that isn't close to the best Ole Miss baseball team. And that may be the most dangerous team they've played in a Super Regional. I mean, 05 Texas notwithstanding. And yet they won the Super Regional and got there. That may not make any sense at all. I, I, I I don't necessarily disagree with anything you were saying. I had this conversation with a friend yesterday, and I was like, I I get why people are frustrated. When you're talking about a top-five commitment in every single facet of the program, and you're getting top-20 results, then the return on investment is not good enough. I think maybe the long-range view that I'm taking is I've seen Ole Miss baseball when it was not relevant, like not even remotely relevant, which was like the first 20 years or 15 years that I watched Ole Miss baseball, and you want to know what not fun is? That's what's not fun. But that's me. Chris Lamonis joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Well, so far we have an accident, 55 northbound just before County Line Road as traffic backed up a pretty good bit. The left two lanes are blocked at the moment and an accident, 220 southbound. The right lane is blocked at Industrial Drive. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8520. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now It's a tailgate party on game Welcome to the neighborhood It's another anniversary Of the start of something good It's sharing bluebell ice cream As the evening sun goes down The good old days are being made right now The good old days are being made right now I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. 
It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Let's go to the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Start yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky with you on this Tuesday. Time to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris Lamonis joins us right now. His team coming off a weekend trip to Nashville. Vanderbilt wins two out of three. Mississippi State gets the middle game. Coach, you obviously always want to win a series. Sweeps are great. Avoiding getting sweep is probably next in line uh, on that. What did you take away from this weekend, kind of on the whole? Well, um, you know, obviously we played a really good team with Vanderbilt, and those um, and those two starting pitchers are pretty special uh, for those guys. And um, you know, we got dominated on Friday night by Rocker. He was really good, and um, you know, they got the as soon as he got the lead, he just took off with it. I, I thought we played one of our best games of the year on Saturday. Um, beating Leiter, and, and, and Will Bednar pitched a great game. And then, you know, yesterday's game was frustrating. Uh, we jump out there, have a lead, uh, don't hold the lead, and, uh, you know, offensively we just don't do much in the latter parts of the game. So uh, a little bit of everything, you know. Um, and I know our guys are very disappointed coming home and, and not winning that series. The middle game, the, the Saturday night game, the the early home run from Rowdy Jordan. How much did that kind of set the tone for what was to come on Saturday night? I thought it was huge. I mean, we talked about throwing punches and getting good swings off early, and man, when your leadoff hitter hits one like that, it just it creates a lot of energy in the ballpark, and and uh, man, gave us a, a little bit of boost there to start, and, and I think it carried through the whole game. How good was Bednar? He was good. It was pretty much. Uh, I was interested to see how he was going to pitch. I mean, it was a big stage, big opponent. Um, and lost that tough game last week, the week before. And uh, he hasn't lost much in his career here. So he came back and kind of worked his tail off this week and, and competed like we thought he would. Coach, you're entering a portion of your schedule that maybe somebody like myself in the media would call easier. I'm sure you won't. Do you ever think about the word resume? Do you ever think about, okay, this is where we are in the season and, and how we're stacked up right now compared to the other teams around the country in terms of hosting and things like that? Oh, we do. Uh, not so much the hosting. It's just who we've beaten, who, what have we done. We talk about it every midweek because we play so many good midweek teams. Of You know, when we come in this morning, we look up, and some of the teams we played earlier in the year, the Tulane is leading the AAC. Southern Miss is top 25 team right now. I mean, 
Louisiana Lafayette, you're looking at all these teams, and we, we talk about building our resume all the time. And um, All you can do right now is go out and take take care of business the next the next one. It's just this last month or so, it's going to be – it's going to be crazy because you got people. Everybody's fighting for wins right now, especially in our league, and it makes it tough. But we are, you know, trying to keep our RPI where it should be, trying to get better as a team and uh, take care of business each weekend. RPI sitting at six, strength of schedule sitting at three. We were talking earlier, Coach. I mean, e- even if you want to look at the SEC standings and say these three or four teams are kind of at the bottom of the league, it's almost like when you look up at the results from the weekend. Even those teams at the bottom of the league are finding a way to get at least a win. It's so hard. How do you describe how difficult it is week in, week out? Maybe I shouldn't say it. I'll just let you. No, it don't matter what you're going into. If you're you're walking in to play Vanderbilt or you're walking in to play somebody who's who hasn't had as many wins, it's it's the SEC, and you got great players everywhere. And all it takes is a couple really good players to have a good game, a pitcher to have a great game. And um, like I said, we're all fighting. We're all fighting for these wins. Some teams are fighting to host. Some teams are fighting to get in the SEC tournament. And uh, it's the best coaches in the country, or some of them. And, and it's also some of the better players in the country. And they're, they're, they're not going to quit. And so, um, yeah, we still got our work uh, uh, in front of us because we're playing some, uh, some good teams. Some haven't played as well as others during times, but they all have the potential to play great on weekends. Coach, this is sort of a big-picture question here, because you said yesterday, and you were talking about Fristo and the decision, where to bring him in and bring him out, and you started talking about the splits. And, and I know you're a coach that, that, that likes analytics, and, you, and you, you buy into them, and I do too. But when you're a coach, do you have to be fully committed to analytics? Or is there ever a time in a game where you just say, look, I know the numbers say this, but my gut says that, and that's what we're going to do? No, definitely. I mean, I think it's a half and half. I mean, we don't lean on totally on our analytics stuff. We... uh you got to use your eyes some and your gut a little bit too. And so, you know, as you're you're fighting through some of that and trying to figure it out, um, obviously once they hit a home run, you didn't make the right decision. You know, is what happens. I mean, it's uh, that that's an easy one, right? I mean, it, it doesn't happen much. I, I feel like I have the best pitching coach in the country, so we spend so much time prior talking about moves and games, and then during the game, we have an open line of communication and. Um, you know, yeah, obviously, if I could go back and do it again, I'd probably put somebody else in. But um, I felt like Jackson still had good stuff. And, uh, you know, some of the better stuff that he's had all year, I thought he really came out. He, last couple weekends, he hadn't been as good, and I thought he was really good. We kill him in the in the fourth. We don't make enough plays. So he gives up two runs, but they're probably really unearned runs. Um, and as he comes out in the fifth, we were ready to make a change. We were making a change in there soon, but obviously didn't make it at the right time. And that's on me. I'm the head coach. It's uh, I can I can handle that. It's on me of not you know pulling a guy or putting another guy in. But um, we do have a lot of confidence in Jackson Fristo. Chris, different people treat the shift differently, and something I feel like I've seen more of is guys teams that aren't necessarily fully embracing the shift, but then they do with two strikes. What, what's the well, rationale behind that? So what happens with two strikes is it's not really buying in or not like when you see us move with two strikes or Vanderbilt did it a lot it's um it's the bumper hits taken away once you get to two strikes okay so you have to play a guy like let's say when when we have a big left-handed hitter left-handed hitters very rarely hit ground balls to the left side it doesn't matter who it is if you just took all the left-handed hitters in the history of the game they don't hit many grounders to the left side of the field so you have to keep your third baseman there to honor 
the bunt if you have a bump for hit guy. And as soon as you get to two strikes, you'll see Cameron James jump across the field and and play defensively on that other side. Just because they're not going to, you hope you hope they bunt with two strikes because the chance of getting it down is hard. But nobody does it. So that's what you're seeing a lot of times when you see it with two strikes and you see guys start moving again. It's they're taking they're they're moving from the bumper hit. So, but Why we do it a lot. Is, we we shift a lot. I mean, we're we're a team that shifts a lot. Sure. We we buy into it, and um, our guys spend a lot of time. I mean, we're fortunate here. We have enough staff and player development and everybody that's researching and watching. And does it always work? No. And when it doesn't work, somebody's always pissed. But our kids understand, and our coaches understand inside our dugout. Not that we're always happy. It, it stinks when it does, but. Um, it just works a lot more than it does. And I tell my kids all the time, they're trying to take it away in the big leagues because it's taking away offense. It works at such a high level in the big leagues that they're trying to make a rule where you can't shift. And so it's a reason that we should try to gain, gain an advantage. Maybe this is an elementary question, so forgive me. Why do you hopscotch the third baseman beyond the shortstop? Is it just a range thing with the shortstop as opposed to just kind of shifting everybody to the right? <laughs> Hey, you know, that's one of the biggest fights we have in our office. So I, um, so when we first did it in 19, we, we would shift everybody over. And that spot on the other side of second base is where the most balls are at. So that's where your shortstop sh- should be. But I ended up with Foscue over there on the left side of the infield all by himself. And so we decided to start. And that's one reason. Then you saw Foscue move to second later in the season. But we keep our shortstop there. Other teams flip the flip it the other way like you're saying so i just like my shortstop to stay in his spot you know that's just my preference and, and my whole staff doesn't agree on that so <laughs> it's kind of something that we fight about but i just well, like having again, my shortstop in his coach. normal spot that's right i do get a higher vote but it's it's we are we talk about it a bunch it's, it's not an easy decision but and you see some teams do it and some teams not but we put, we put our third baseman and it'll always change with our personnel but Cam was a shortstop. Cam's played the middle infield a lot, so we feel like he can play there and, and hmm. be as comfortable as most. Some some third baseman like Foscue, we weren't sure at that point of him putting him over there where, you know, at the shortstop spot. Last thing for you. You are the general manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you have the number one pick in the draft. You taking Jack Leiter or Kumar Rocker? Well, I'm going to tell you, I mean, just from what I've seen, I've, Kumar beat us in Omaha – and Kumar was even better the other night. I'm t- probably taking Kumar Rocker and seeing if I could trade for Jack Leiter. Um, but they were both really good. But I, 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 Kumar's Kumar's at the top for me right now. I mean, we and we have faced. I mean, our team and we've talked about it. I mean, you go back to. I mean, we went to Arlington and we took Texas's ace, who was supposed to be in the first couple picks. And then we we had LSU. I mean, TCU's supposed to be in the first couple pick. LSU's starter before he got hurt. We had to face Hill. He's a first-rounder. Then we get Hoglin and Nikhazy, and now we've had Rocker and Leiter. I mean, we have faced, I mean, possibly eight or ten of the first-round picks. You know, it's been a crazy year for us of, of facing some high-level arms. And, and tip our hat, we're not, we're not the most offensive team out there, but our kids compete, and they've, they've had success in a lot of those games. Hey, thanks for the insight. That was a fun conversation. No problem. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. That's uh, Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. I promise. Winners and losers when we come back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 58. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 85. Tuesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 65. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 84. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, Lifted and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with proof Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While a bill signed by Governor Tate Reeves last week expands parole eligibility for select violent offenders, Senator Daniel Sparks detailed a crucial aspect of the bill to Super Talk Mississippi. It mandates a hearing, and it mandates that the victim or their designee has a right to be heard, not noticed, but heard. So that's I think that's very important if you're going to consider someone for parole. That's not a release. You're going to consider them. Those convicted of murder, human trafficking, or sex crimes are not eligible for parole. And are you still waiting on your income tax refund from the IRS? Jill Nato with Fox says you're not alone. The IRS says due to the pandemic, it's taking them longer to process documents mailed to them like paper tax returns and return-related correspondence. And new credits created because of the pandemic have made things complicated. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We got into an argument, and so we didn't. Um, uh, hold on, back up. We didn't get into an argument. We got into a no. heated discussion, uh, and so we did not get to winners and losers. And so let's do that right now. It's Monday. Let's do winners and losers. All I do is We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Winner never win. And a winner never win. Winners and losers from the weekend. What did you like? What did you not like? Send us yours on the C Spire text line 601 879 4395. Who wants to give me a winner? Trevor Bauer. So the, okay. the Padres and the Dodgers have built some kind of a fun rivalry there yes, in California. Yes, they have. It's a shame that it's not on national TV as much as it should be, but that, that's that been a lot of fun to follow. Um, Fernando Tatis hit a home run off of Trevor Bauer and gave a pretty spectacular bat flip. That's and, how he rolls. And Bauer was asked about it after the game, and here was his quote. He said, I like it. I think that pitchers who have done that to them and they react by throwing at people or getting upset and hitting people or whatever, I think that's pretty soft. If you give up a homer, the guy should celebrate it. It's hard to hit in the bigs, so I'm all for it, and I think it's important that the game moves in that direction and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field. He also continued to say that you know, he fist pumps and celebrates and does things, and so if a guy does it back to me, well, that's fair game because I did it to them. So... 
really like the quotes from the star pitcher, and um, it's almost as if if you don't like a guy bat flipping on you, don't give up a home run to him. Trevor Bauer, pro fun in professional baseball. Sometimes that's hard to find. Find giant Giants in second place, though only one game out of first. Mm-hmm. See how that goes. It's been made abundantly clear today that second place is first loser. Hey, Dad. Well, you know, we've got a ways to go. <laughs> you finish second second place at the end of the season. Yeah, we're in May. I mean, right now they'd have a wild card spot. They've been the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a winner? I do, and it's Will Bedner. I thought he was really, really good. There's got to be some pressure, right, facing Jack Leiter. You know that, A, every scout in Major League Baseball has probably got an eye on this game, so anything you do is going to be magnified as well. And you know that you have to be good because your team may not be able to do a whole lot. Now, State was able to get some runs on him, but Bedner was really, really good. He looked the better of the two. I I know that Leiter's body of work is better, but... On that I think Cal day. Peterson said as much on Saturday yeah. night. And I don't know if you could hear the comments, but he, he said Will Bednar has outpitched Jack Leiter tonight. I could not hear the comments, uh, to be honest with you. But that said, yeah, on that day, you know, they went toe to toe and Will Bednar got the better of him. Uh Kemp Alderman. That's a cool story. People have talked about Kemp Alderman all season long, and it's been like is this guy ever going to get to hit? Is he ever going to get to play? Why are they redshirting him? Why are they redshirting him? He puts on a show in BP. And the the detractors, or at least the people who have said, well, the reason he's not playing is because he strikes out too much. Well, baseball has changed a little bit, right? And if you hit home runs, it's okay to strike out some. And my goodness, did he hit a home run. There are a lot of uh, descriptor, uh, descriptors that you can use for the ball that he hit. In the bottom of the ninth inning, how about a, a line drive rocket with an exit velocity of 110 miles an hour that hit on the top row of the bricks of the student section? And Smashed. it got there in about 1.2 seconds. He is um, he's country strong, too. And if you heard him talk after the game, you can believe it even more. When he said he after he hit the ball, he blacked out? Yeah. Yeah. That ball landed where the late John McCain and President Obama debated at the Ford Center all those years ago. <laughs> you know what somebody described to me? It said if that had been a home run that a left-handed hitter, say um, Hayden Dunhurst, had hit, we would have been talking about what a mammoth shot it was. This was a right-handed hitter that went the opposite way and hit it to that spot on a line. It wasn't a towering home run. Um so, pretty impressive stuff. Somebody says, don't forget about McCants Grand Slam to set it up. Yeah, that's fair as well. You want to add the freshman T.J. McCants to the uh, to the list, you can. Matt Moscona, who I like a lot, uh, said that was a, uh, a pop-up Grand Slam. H- have I missed something along the way where Swayze Field has a reputation for being a launching pad? Well, I'm sure some of the those teams that you know were part of the the legacy didn't didn't help it by just you know crushing Stephen Head and Seth Smith crushing home runs every day didn't uh, didn't hurt that legacy, but yeah, the, outside of Oxford, there is a there is definitely a belief that that uh, that is a hitter's park. Hmm. 
There's a there's an old joke in the MSU press box of anytime there's a pop up, well, that'd be out in Oxford. It's funny because that's just not how that park plays. I mean, it, it certainly plays more offensive than before they moved the fences in, which happened, good grief, 18 years ago, whenever it was that happened. But Swayze Field can play like a graveyard for the first two and a half months of the season. Once it warms up and the wind switches, there's no question the ball carries there better than it does early in the season. I guess just when I think of like Cracker Jack box, I mean, I'm thinking like Old Sarge Fry in Columbia. Kentucky's Park. Kentucky's I've always thought of Alec Box as that, as a place oh. where the ball just absolutely flies. I think their hitters had a lot to do with that. <laughs> you might be onto something there as well. Uh, I have a loser. Major League Baseball. Uh, unless it has happened since 9 o'clock this morning, and I don't think it has. Major League Baseball has um, they've uh, they put some rules in place this year that are pretty stupid, right? Like you put a runner on second base in extra innings. It's not baseball, but Major League Baseball has said no. This is our rule. You have to play a doubleheader. What are we doing this year? Playing seven inning doubleheaders. Guess what? That's not baseball. At least not traditionally, but it's the rule. And so yesterday, Madison Bumgardner throws a seven-inning no-hitter. Official game, doing exactly what Major League Baseball said they had to do. You know what Major League Baseball said? That's not a no-hitter because it was only seven innings. Yeah, it's just silly. What moron is in charge of it? No, you're the one that set the rules. You're the person, the entity that said, this is how we're going to do it, and it doesn't count as 85% of a win or 85% of a loss based on the fact that it's only seven innings instead of nine. But if a pitcher throws a no-hitter, nah, it actually doesn't count as a no-hitter. Sorry, sorry, it was only seven innings. Here's a question we came up with. I want, I want to know what you think. You take a perfect game into the tenth. They put a man on. Sack fly, sack fly. He scores. Did you lose your perfect game? Yep. That is incredible. That's how dumb that rule is. I got two outs, and I'm going to lose the perfect game. Ooh. That's a good point. Isn't the easy solution to this... Put him in the official record as no hitter. Parentheses yes. seven innings. Seven. That's all you gotta do. Or seven. That's all you gotta do. All I know is the next time they have an idiot parade, Rob Manfred's gonna be the grand marshal. <laughs> Give me a loser, boys. Well, here's another winner, but it's uh, sarcastic, so you can put it in the loser category. That's kind. LSU. Is there no better fit? I cannot think of a better fit between person and place than Kim Mulkey at LSU. (laughs) It is a match made in sports heaven. They are perfect for each other. So shout out to the athletic department for making that hire that fits their brand so well. She'll probably win a bunch there. But it's just such a great fit. 
I didn't know being a former baseball player's mom got you hired as a basketball coach, but whatever. It's hilarious that they keep saying she's coming home. That's not home to her, but anyway. I think it was Glenn Gilbo I saw earlier on Twitter today that said, um, all you need to know about Kim Mulkey, parentheses, she's not actually from here. Is she going to be paid $3 million to coach basketball at LSU? Hilarious. It'll be a number that will shock people if they... Rick Schaefer and the posse ran her out of Texas is what just happened there, by the way. Reportedly made $2.27 million a year at Baylor. And now she's going to LSU where they were paying Nikki Fargus $700,000. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Still have lanes blocked, uh, 55 northbound at just before County Line Road. Traffic backed up. You'll start to slow down uh, right around Meadow Brook, and we're seeing delays westbound on 20 at Gallatin. Elsewhere, things looking fairly smooth so far. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. At Car Care Clinic, we are so thankful to our customers for supporting local business, and we're grateful for the essential workers who continue to serve. We are committed to your safety, and we're taking extra care of our customers during this time, providing services you can rely on so you can take care of your world. With one less thing to worry about, your vehicle is essential to daily life, so their service lanes are open to serve you. While guests are encouraged to remain in their vehicles during oil changes, Car Care Clinic is also taking extra precautions to ensure safety and cleanliness around their convenient locations so you can get the same great service you depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and their 28-point full-service oil changes. Visit CarCareClinicJetLube.com for more information on savings, coupons, and scheduling an appointment and more. When surrounded by uncertainty, you shouldn't worry about your vehicle. We'll get through this together. CarCare Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be part of the conversation, you can on the Ceasefire text line, 601 879 4395. Here's some of what you have sent to us. Winner Nick Contreras bowled in the Mississippi State Bowling Tournament and shot 279 300 290 for a new Columbus, Mississippi record 869, literally 34 out of 36 possible strikes. Awesome. That sounds you you really, are? really good. I am. The guy uh, hung it up recently. May yeah. his career rest in peace. Let's see here. Greg says, winner, SEC Network, not. Which means Greg thinks the SEC Network is a loser, I believe. He says, maybe it's just me. But it seems like every time around this time of year, they blow it big time with their coverage. Sitting there after lunch watching Marty and McGee tell me about the last time they saw Van Halen in concert before the big breakup. And so much is going on in the SEC. It's every year with that bunch, every year. I think the whip around SEC coverage would be so much better. Yep. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, we get these other five SEC alternate channels playing that great plaza music. <laughs> He's right. You're right on the mark. Greg, that's one of your better text messages ever, my friend. But he's right. Like he is. There's just so much on the SEC network that nobody cares about. I mean, 
and you, you've got baseball games that you could put on these alternate channels, and they would be on TV. Not not everybody is is firing up the laptop or the Roku or whatever it is. They just they just want to be able to watch the games on television. Yeah, it sure is easy on your phone. Yeah, Adam and Baldwin winner Talladega was awesome as usual. I don't know if this is a winner or a loser. I heard somebody talking about this. Paul Maneri, in fact, David Kellum talked about it, said Paul Maneri gave Kemp Alderman a standing ovation after his batting practice on Saturday. It was that impressive. Might not have done that if he had known what uh, Kemp Alderman was going to do five hours later, but... <laughs> uh, Lucas in Union says the kid Kemp Alderman who hit that walk-off Saturday for Ole Miss went to a small private school in Decatur, Mississippi. The school building used to be a chicken house. Yes, he's country strong. It's a great Ole Miss name, too. Kemp Alderman. Winner, Dana White, UFC selling out Jacksonville, Florida. Was that outdoors or indoors? I don't was that know. outside? It was, it was inside. I don't know. I, who I just the didn't guy know if maybe they did it at Everbank or whatever the name of that stadium is now. I don't know who the guy was, but the poor guy whose leg disintegrated. Oh, and then the he didn't list. know right away and tried to stand yeah. on it. Oh, it man. Is it Wildman? Wildman? Is that right? I'm not I'm not 100% sure. So, But I um, saw the video once, and that was enough. Uh, loser. Chris Lamonis for not having the guts to pull Josh Hatcher yet. He can't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Can't take him out. Don't have anybody who can play first. Don't have, don't have a good enough defensive replacement there. You saw and that, what they uh, tried the it in game. Ole Miss. Yeah. Against Ole Miss. And Luke Hancock had a couple of plays that gave away some runs. Not that I think it would have made a huge difference the way Nikhazy was dealing that day. Yeah. But it set the tone early. John and Hurley says, loser the hundreds, I'll put in parentheses thousands, of fans who left Swayze before the eighth inning comeback. Hey. I don't blame them though. I mean, it did not look. Pretty. It was not pretty prior to that. We we stopped paying attention. We were at the, we were at a sports bar having some beers and like it's not nothing. Just stop 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 updating that. It's pretty sweet comeback. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool. And it did get loud in there for the first time in three games. I mean, it was you know there was some tension that was released at that moment, or as it was unfolding. Uh, winner LSU women's basketball. Also, did you know their new coach is Kramer Robertson's mother? That joke is going to be happening all the time. Can't wait. Uh, let's see here. Matt Engel at the Fort Worth Star. T- oh, I'm sorry. Sure. This this story just got my attention. This guy, his name is Takashi Miya, Miyagawa. Swindled over 35 women by posing as their boyfriend and getting gifts. He basically had a system set up where he was getting gifts almost every week of the year for his birthday. That's a lot of work for gifts. And they arrested him for it, right? For fraud or something. Yeah, because it's fraud. Yeah. He's he's going to jail because he wanted to get birthday gifts. Who can handle 35 girlfriends? Most men can barely handle one. I don't know if that's a winner or a loser. I'm going to go loser because he got arrested and because that seems like a lot of work for not a lot of reward. From the 803, driving through Mississippi and laughing hysterically at your take on Mulkey to LSU. You boys sound jealous. (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay. What was her what was her take? That she's gonna win a ton? Yeah, she's gonna win a bunch. And she fits in perfectly there. Hey, three if, national championships at Baylor for Kim Mulkey. She was making two and a quarter million, expected to make in the neighborhood of two point eight million at LSU. Interesting story at the Star Telegram from Mac Engel, if you want to read it. It says uh, that was a relationship that uh, this was probably good for both sides. We'll be right back. Five o'clock hours next. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 I'm Steve Rappaport. Louisville, Kentucky Mayor Greg Fisher says he welcomes a Justice Department investigation of policing in his city. Good officers will welcome this announcement and see it as an exciting time to be part of reform and transformation. The investigation comes in response to the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor during a raid last year. The Census Bureau releasing numbers from the 2020 count. Acting Census Bureau Director Ron Jarman gave us the number where the total U.S. population sits. 331,449,281. More than 7% higher than 10 years ago. More data will be released later in the year, including numbers on age, sex, ethnicity, and race. Fox's Gernal Scott. On Wall Street, the Dow finishing in red territory, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 closing higher. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With the initiative process already underway, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney detailed to Super Talk Mississippi his belief that putting Medicaid expansion on the ballot is a bad idea. I publicly will say to the hospital association, shame on you for doing this. Whether you do it by proxy yeah. and letting somebody else do it or not, it's just wrong. Because they have the money to promote it and then pass something that's not good. If you don't like something and you put it in the Constitution, that's not how this country was started. But if you keep amending the Constitution, you will have no rule of law at all. Cheney believes that any expansion of the program should be handled by the legislature. And Mississippi will receive over $10 million from the U.S. Department of Education to support students facing homelessness. Through the American Rescue Plan, the funding will help to identify homeless children and ensure that they can attend school and fully participate in school activities and enrichment programs. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith has introduced a bipartisan bill to increase participation in STEM career fields. The Restart Act would provide businesses with incentives to offer paid mid-career internships for those either seeking to return to or transition into the STEM workforce. Hyde-Smith highlighted the bill's importance as we emerge from the pandemic and stressed that it will help talented people, especially women, return to the workforce. Speaking of Washington, D.C., Mississippi's delegation and the U.S. House of Representatives will remain at four. Data released by the Census Bureau today revealed that while Mississippi did lose population between 2010 and 2020, the state will not lose any congressional seats. New lines could be drawn for the districts, however, and that will be announced before the 16th of August. For a detailed look at the census results, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Your midday meeting place, The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go, 
o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on a Monday. As always, 601-879-4395 is the way for you to connect with us on the C Spire text line. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com, 601-879-4395. That is the number for you to be a part of the conversation. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road in the 2021 F-150. Tough, smart, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built Ford America Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Draft is coming up this week. We will spend some time on it uh, as we go throughout the course of the week. But right now, let's talk about Ole Miss's football spring game on Saturday. They uh, they stacked one of the teams. The, uh, the two guest coaches were the strength and conditioning coordinator, Wilson Love. He's a guy that wears a... Visor on the sideline and is like super high energy, jumps around a lot, you know, kind of like all the strength coaches. And Monty Kiffin. If you thought the result was going to go any way other than the way it actually went, then you don't buy into the blood is thicker than water line of thinking. Monty Kiffin's team was stacked with the uh, first team offense and the uh, first team defense. Uh, first play of the game, they go deep over the middle. Matt Corral to Braylon Sanders. The uh, the blue team scored 28 points offensively. They played with a mostly running clock, four 12-minute quarters. Um, Borky, you watched it. What, what stood out for you? So, of course, with the caveat being that it is a spring game and it was a practice uh, amongst a team that was uh, – most, I mean, they're just mostly having fun. They do the work and they get the work in, but it was more of like an event as opposed to an actual game. And their top four running backs, for example, did not play. So you've got Ely and Connor, obviously, and people think that might be one of the best one-two punches in the SEC, at least arguably. Uh, both of their backups were also not playing. So uh, a whole lot of bodies out. All of that being said, you always want to see your quarterback look like he's in complete and total command and comfortable, and that's what Matt Corral did. Um, we didn't get to see a spring last year, so maybe he would have looked like that last year, but he looked like he was the guy. He acts like he was the guy. He looks comfortable. He delivered a beautiful deep ball to start the game. Everything is all there and, and progressing even. So that was the thing that immediately stood out is you know, your quarterback that you think if he cleans up two games – can be a Heisman contender anyway, he looked the part, albeit in a scrimmage against his own team. Ole Miss was without a ton of dudes. Ely didn't play. 
Connor didn't play, Parrish didn't play, Buller didn't play, there was another running back who didn't play. So they're top five running backs, as yeah, Borky just pointed out. Yeah. Uh, were, were not part of the scrimmage. Uh, you had Matt Corral, Braylon Sanders, Mingo, uh, that really only played the first half. Uh, you don't have uh, John Rice Plumley out there. The thing that stood out for me was talking with DJ Durkin after the game. He was really pleased with the defense this spring. Like said multiple times to me in a quick post-game interview, I'm really happy with what we accomplished this spring. Now, one of the things that Harry Harrison said on the broadcast that uh, that Durkin didn't necessarily commit to was that really based on what we saw in practices in the spring, Ole Miss is probably headed in the direction of the three-man front being their base defense. And because of the personnel, you're going to see a lot of five and six DBs on the field, which makes them a lot like what we're seeing all across college football to try and combat the spread. That's what you're seeing in Mississippi State, three, three yeah. in front. And, and I asked Durkin about that, and he said, well, he said, we've got more players and we've got better players, and if we're able to capitalize on that, then that gives us the opportunity to be more multiple. So that was as close to committing to, yeah, we're going to be a three-man defense, uh, defensive front, as he was going to give after the spring game. But they kind of look like they've got some guys that can play. Down a couple of offensive linemen. Obviously, Royce Newman's getting ready for the draft. Ben Brown didn't play. I think they're going to be okay up front on the offensive line. Yeah, four starters back, a really highly performing group from last year. Um, I think they'll be a little bit better defensively. I mean, Borky, you and I talked about it on Friday. You wanted to see some something from the defensive line. Tavius Robinson kind of looked the part. Yeah, and you didn't get to say, that's the thing about this in particular. I mean, comparing it to Mississippi State's last weekend, you got to see more bodies, at least for a little while, for Mississippi State. There were a lot of guys that, that will play for Ole Miss defensively and start that you didn't get to see in the spring game on the defensive line, at linebacker, and in the secondary. I mean, it's it was kind of a skeleton crew, but what you did see, because we talked about it last year, they lacked talent on defense, really lacked talent on defense. But they also did some things that talent didn't require for you to do well, uh, and they did those things poorly. Lining up, for example, filling gaps, taking good angles, and that looked like it was improved in a spring game, but it didn't look as as ugly as they looked so many times last year. Yeah. Just from a lining up, knowing assignments, looking comfortable, things like that, they were bad at everything last year. If nothing else, for one time you got to watch this team in the spring, they looked like they were headed in the direction of that getting fixed. I mentioned Harry a second ago. Another thing that he pointed out was you know, when they had a little more success defensively two years ago under Mike McIntyre, they were primarily a three-man front. And that personnel-wise, it probably makes sense for them to uh, to, to go back to that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, and, and and I'll just you know kind of continue with the theme that we've been on for for a little while with regard to the Ole Miss defense. 
you're expecting them to jump from historically the second worst defense in the history of the SEC to a top three defense, you're probably going to be disappointed. But does Ole Miss need them to be a top three defense? I mean, you want the defense to be as good as it can be, but incremental improvement is what they, they've got to have. I mean, the ability to occasionally get off the field, to slow an opposing offense down a bit. What What is Ole Miss's record last year if that defense is ninth in the SEC? Yeah, eight and two, eight and two. It could even be better than that. I was talking about this with a friend the other day. He said, "Just make Ole Miss the most statistically average defense in college football. The dead middle, like sixty, I guess it's sixtieth or sixty-first or second in every category in college football. And what's their record? I mean, well, well, they they beat Florida." You, you, yeah. And the Alabama they beat Alabama, might beat Alabama, and they probably great. beat LSU. And and look to to me that if you want to go back and talk specifically about that game against LSU, I know Keyshawn Boutte is still open. I understand that, and the route that he ran over and over and over and over and over was a deep dig route, and it took like seven seconds to develop, like fifteen yards down the field, and then dragging across the field. If you get just a modicum of pressure on Max Johnson in that game, he can't stand in the pocket and wait for that route to develop all night long. But Ole Miss had zero pass rush in that game, and so he was able to sit back there and wait and throw it to Butte for the tune of 250 or so yards and then not tackling after the fact. So, you know, those two things I certainly think could make a difference for Ole Miss going forward. It's a good point, though. I mean, statistically average, like legitimately middle of the pack in the entire country, and it changes a lot of things. Will they be as explosive on offense? Don't know. Time will tell. If Tend to Sanders, think they're still going to score some points. Yeah. If he stays healthy, I mean, he's not Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is about to go in the first round on Thursday. But he can be an impact wide receiver catching four figures worth of yards this season. He absolutely can do that. I talked to him after the game. He was so happy. He's like healthy and looked like he was having the time of his life. We say it again. Mondays are for baseball. Mike Bianco will join us on the other side of this timeout on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will be right back. That's your college football fix. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Just some minor delays northbound on 55, uh, just north of the Canton exit. Elsewhere looking pretty good so far. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. At Car Care Clinic, we are so thankful to our customers for supporting local business, and we're grateful for the essential workers who continue to serve. We are committed to your safety, and we're taking extra care of our customers during this time, providing services you can rely on so you can take care of your world. With one less thing to worry about, your vehicle is essential to daily life, so their service lanes are open to serve you, while guests are encouraged to remain in their vehicles during oil changes. Car Care Clinic is also taking extra precautions to 
to ensure safety and cleanliness around their convenient locations so you can get the same rate service you depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and their 28-point full-service oil changes. Visit CarCareClinicJetLube.com for more information on savings, coupons, and scheduling an appointment and more. When surrounded by uncertainty, you shouldn't worry about your vehicle. We'll get through this together. CarCare Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to... Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation, you can on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. With four weeks remaining in the SEC, on the Eastern Division side, Vanderbilt is 13-5. Tennessee is just one game back. Now at 12-6 in the league, then it's Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, and Missouri. On the Western Division side, Arkansas leads the West at 13-5, and followed by Mississippi State at 11-7. Ole Miss just one game back of the Bulldogs at 10-8. and Then it's Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, and Auburn. Mike Bianco joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Rebels uh, lose two of three this weekend to LSU, but win game three in as dramatic a fashion as you will find. Coach, what uh, with a, a couple of days now to reflect, what's your takeaway from the uh, the weekend that was? Wow, you know, uh, you know, a lot of it, I guess uh, a roller coaster of emotions as as you've seen, Richard. Uh, you know, it just uh, wasn't looking good for us. You know, come you know game three on Saturday, and uh, you know where we've been so close 
you know, over the last couple weekends of, you know, you know, winning that, you know, that second game and, and winning the weekend, had some really good competition. You know, we kind of, you know, kind of hit a, a season low where we just weren't playing well and, you know, we're down nine to one and just really proud of our guys the way they just hung in there. You know, it would have been easy to kind of, you know, not that you're supposed to, but just through human nature, you know, kind of, you know, go through the motions. But our guys, you know, continue to fight, continue to compete and, uh, they opened the door a little bit and, uh, we got some, some base runners on and then hit some homers and got back into it. Just again, you're proud that, you know, our guys, you know, stayed in the fight. Chatney's three-run home run gets you within that that four-run territory where a grand slam could tie it up. I, I don't know that you go into an inning expecting to hit a three-run home run and a grand slam. So, so Chatney's home run was kind of a no doubter to left. From your view, what, what did you think off the bat of McCant's grand slam? Did, didn't know. You know, once once I saw uh, uh, the Giacomo, you know, uh, take off running backwards. You know, uh, once anything, I think that day got over somebody's head, you know, you thought, you know, the wind may get it. You know, we saw that earlier in the game with Dugas' ball. When I saw McCants going back to the wall, uh, you, you go, wow, that, that, that may get out. So off the bat, I wasn't really sure, but I just really watched their center fielder. And as he continued to go back, you go, man, that, that's got a shot. And, uh, you know, of course, the place erupts, you know, once it goes over the wall. You make the decision on Tuesday to bring Kemp Alderman into the mix, a guy that looked like was going to redshirt. He gets the start, I guess, on Tuesday night and has one hit, and then you get him a couple of at-bats in the weekend. Uh, I'm assuming what you saw in terms of the walk-off is the reason that you say, let's put this guy in the lineup and see what happens. Yeah, you know, obviously Kemp was a, you know, like a lot of them, a, you know, prized recruit, a highly ranked player, you know, in that recruiting class. And what happens to a lot of freshmen, um, you know, he had a tough fall. You know, he's a kid that's a dual position player, you know, slash pitcher, uh, but struggled at both. And then, you know, at the end of the fall, we just said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to press pause on the pitching. We think you're your best shot. You know, uh, is, you know, offensively at least, you know, from, from, you know, the start, you know, to get on the field. And then we start in January and just felt like he wasn't going to get the at bats this year and, uh, made a decision, you know, after a couple weeks in the season that, hey, listen, we haven't got you in. I don't want to just run you out there for an at bat or two this year. You know, let's redshirt. But to his credit, he continues to work like you hope that everybody's going to do when they redshirt, that they continue to, you know, uh, to, to press forward, to not just get, you know, disappointed that they're not going to play, but to use, use the time as wisely as possible. And so he spent time with Coach Clem in the, in the cages and in the pitcher versus hitter scrimmages where some of the red shirts versus, uh, and some of the guys that aren't playing as much, uh, have kind of live scrimmage, kind of thin games, if you will, you know, on the field. He's really been terrific. And then when you watch him in batting practice, uh, he takes batting practice like nobody we've ever had here. When you talk about power and the ball coming off his bat. And over, you know, since Elko's gotten hurt, uh, we've dressed him on the weekends for several weeks now just to give us a, a, an extra catcher just in case an emergency or something's happened. And then finally we just said, hey, you know, when we look at when the starting lineup's out there, you know, we don't have much depth on the bench. And so, you know, if we pull the redshirt, at least we know he's an option. And so we decided to do that and, and obviously thankful that we did.
What was his reaction when you told him, hey, we're going to pull the red shirt and we're going to use you? He said, hell yes. Uh, I think was the quote, <laughs> hell yes. Um, so, uh, That's a pretty solid yeah, reaction, want, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, when you do that, yeah, kids always want to be on the field. They want to play. They, they believe in themselves. You don't get to this, you know, point and play, you know, in the Southeastern Conference, you know, without having confidence and knowing that you can. And, uh, you know, uh, but you want to make sure, hey, man, we're we're past the midway point. We're going to try. There's no guarantees, you know, that you're going to get in. There's no guarantees, you know, how much you're going to get in. Uh, but we think there's an opportunity. Do you want to? Do you want to try this? And you know, that's when the the hell yes came. I hope his mom's not. Maybe we should say heck yes. Well, it it, it is what it is, I suppose. Visiting with Mike Bianco, the head baseball coach at Ole Miss. You said a second ago, uh, not playing well, and I think you were referring specifically to, to defense. At times this year, this team has looked really, really good defensively, and at times they've looked a little lost. I don't know if that's the right word or not. Uh, what causes that? I, I, anything that you've been able to put your finger on? I mean, uh, I don't know the the exact answer, but it, it's it's at the end of the day, it's just really disappointing. It's disappointing as a coach, you know, because these are things that are coachable. But when you can't run a bunt defense, you can't do some things, you know that that's you know that was really disheartening when 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 I you know after game two we we gave up three sacrifice bunts uh, and and turned them into hits where you know sacrifice means they sacrifice the out of the hitter to advance a runner well we don't even take that out we 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 can't fundamentally get to the base or get to the ball and you know that was really disappointing so we had a little little. Uh, you know, little, let's say, uh, uh, defensive strategy talk and, you know, try to straighten some things out on Saturday morning so we could at least, you know, give ourselves an opportunity, you know, uh, defensively to, to field some bunts. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, when you get to that point, you know that, you know, you're losing, you know, some of your confidence, you're losing some of your focus. And, uh, we had to, you know, kind of make an adjustment there. So, uh, Again, defensively, we're not bad. Defensively, we've shown that even in the league, even with you know some of the errors you know on Friday or excuse me Saturday or I guess it was Friday game two. You know, you look at our our numbers. We're not a bad defensive club, but uh, again, we were just I think we're just in a bad spot, and you know, thankfully, hopefully, we're not in that anymore. I think everybody knows it's hard to win in the SEC. You, you start things out six and zero, you know, back to back sweeps, which is really really hard to do. But then four straight series loss uh, losses, and now four series remaining. Certainly, everything kind of that's an opportunity is still in front of you. What's the what's the approach? What's the message to your team going into this final month of the regular season? It's not much different than the beginning, but I think the way you just explained it is really the truth. And I know fans, it's easy to look down the road and see who you play, when you play them, who's ranked, how's the matchups. And that's what you do, you know, for a living. And that, that's fine. I think that's what makes sports great. But, you know, the, 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 the epitome of what we do is put the blinders on, put the earmuffs over your ears and play today. Play this game, but don't even play this game. Play this at back play this pitch and just uh, our league is so hard and it's so brutal 
that, you know, it's really not the best team that wins. It's the toughest team. They're all good. Anybody can win on any given day in our league. They're all good enough to win. It's the toughest teams that win. And so the toughest teams can handle the blows. Everybody, you know, gets walked off. Everybody has a walk off. You know, everybody, you know, uh, you know, has the ability. It's the teams that are tough enough to do it more days than not are the teams that end up winning at the end. And so that's what we hope and pray, preach that, you know, we're going to be tough enough to handle all of this. So, so you say earmuffs for, for your team. It's your 21st season. You've had ups and downs along the way. Do, do you kind of do the earmuff thing so that if fans start grumbling over a month-long stretch, you, you don't hear that? You are able to stay locked in on what's going on? 100%. I learned a long time ago, uh, you know, uh, don't buy the papers. Don't, uh, I don't even know how to get on a message board. I, I use Twitter to, uh, send my stuff out, but I don't, you know, uh, read the mentions or anything like that. It's not healthy, man. So, you know, you, you gotta stay in your lane and do what you're supposed to do. They do, they pay me to, to coach the team, not to, you know, not to be a fan and, and be, you know, that, uh, you know, that, uh, objective to listen to all the stuff. It's to, you know, coach your team and do that. So yeah, put the, put the earmuffs on and put the blinders on and run to the finish line. South Carolina coming up this weekend. Coach, appreciate your time this afternoon. All right, Richard. Thank you, buddy. That's Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 58. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 85. Tuesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 65. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 84. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. I mean, bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, the Havard Pest Control, the difference is at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Door. Taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. 
As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. With the initiative process already underway, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney detailed to Supertalk Mississippi his belief that putting Medicaid expansion on the ballot is a bad idea. I publicly will say to the hospital association, shame on you for doing this. Whether you do it by proxy and letting somebody else do it or not, it's just wrong. Because they have the money to promote it and pass something that's not good. If you don't like something and you put it in the Constitution, that's not how this country will start. If you keep amending the Constitution, you will have no rule of law at all. Cheney believes that any expansion of the program should be handled by the legislature. And Mississippi will receive over $10 million from the U.S. Department of Education to support students facing homelessness. Through the American Rescue Plan, the funding will help to identify homeless children and ensure that they can attend school and fully participate in school activities and enrichment programs. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. <laughs> you might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an Everybody Plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. <laughs> C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. When I wake 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Hey, Dad, dancing in his chair. That means it's a good day. I don't actually don't like that song. Lovely day, Richard. You had the pun right there. Come on, man. I don't like that song, though, because that commercial that was like on college football all year long with the girl rolling down the street. Oh, yeah. David asks why. He says he was disappointed that I did not ask about the bunning question in Thursday night's game. Says I would consider that a strategy question. Yeah, it certainly is a strategy question, David. It's just, I don't know, it didn't pop into my mind as we were talking. It's something we talked about a lot on Friday. Still in hindsight with days to sit on it, I don't think that he was wrong for not bunning there. Especially but if he had, that wouldn't have been wrong either. Right. I mean, it just it was one of those things. But especially after you saw what McCants is capable of doing on Saturday with runners on base, a hitter as good as him, I don't know, man. I don't think you you take that bat away from a guy that hits like that. I think you, I think it's a bad move. So of all the things to be critical about right now with that program, I don't think that's one of them. New top 25 from D1 Baseball. Arkansas, as you would expect after another series win, stays at number one. Vanderbilt wins their series. They stay at two. Texas stays at three. Tennessee jumps into the top five at number four. The Tennessee Vols, under fourth-year head coach Tony Vitello, are 32-9. and nine. And they're 12-6 and six in the SEC. Mississippi State drops two spots from four to six. Would you have dropped them after losing one of two on the road at Vanderbilt? Would you have had TCU jump them? I think it's more about what TCU is doing than what Mississippi State did. Those teams are just hot right now. Just kind of like an in-a-vacuum thing. It's not in a vacuum, and so they lose a couple, TCU wins a couple, they're playing really well, and they just climb. And I don't think that's a slight of Mississippi State. I think it's as much what Tennessee's doing. Yeah, just... Annihilating. They scored twenty against Texas A&M yesterday. Uh, rest of the SEC in the top twenty-five: South Carolina thirteen, Florida fourteen, Ole Miss at nineteen. Southern Miss makes their season debut in the D1 baseball top twenty-five at number twenty-three, sitting at twenty-six and thirteen overall. You were talking about them earlier and about, about hosting and things like that. You talk about the two seed that you don't want. Southern Mississippi is that team. No doubt. They've got some arms, man. I mean, yeah, you were talking about Walker Powell's going out there on the first game. I mean, they're, they're playing the next day in the winner's bracket. They just there, there, is, there is a legitimate argument that the way Conference USA has played this year with the, with the four-game weekend series – it's they have prepared this. their teams in a way that I don't know that any other conference has to be ready for regional point. play. Um, maybe in a way they've never been ready for it before. That's a really good point. Really good point. I mean, regardless of the regional they're playing in, it is absolutely not a stretch to think that Louisiana Tech is playing in a super regional. And it's not a stretch to think that Southern Miss is playing in a super regional. Who else? I mean, I don't. I, off the top of my head, I could be wrong. But I, mean, I guess Alabama got swept by Ole Miss, right? So who has yes, wins over do. Arkansas and Ole Miss? State doesn't. No, you're right. 
I mean, I could be wrong, but Louisiana Tech might be the only team in the country that has a win over Arkansas and Ole Miss. Dropped a couple this past week. Louisiana Tech did and fell two spots from 14 to 16 in the poll. Uh, and that's part of the reason that Southern Miss is only half a game back. Now, obviously, in terms of tiebreaker, Louisiana Tech has it. So if Southern Miss were to win Conference USA or win the West in Conference USA, they're going to have to be a full game clear of uh, LaTeX when it's all said and done. And we'll see how that plays out. All right. Considering what you said about Southern Miss and we were talking about Louisiana Tech, SEC teams that are really built to win in a regional format this year. And now set aside the fact that just, you know, probably more talent than most of the teams they're playing. Arkansas, I think definitely yes. Vanderbilt and 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 with Arkansas, it's solid pitching or starting pitching has been solid. Bullpen has been great, and Kevin Copps is the biggest reason that the bullpen has been great. Vanderbilt so solid with the one-two, it feels like they win their first two games in a regional, beating a four seed. My question is, if you're Tim Corbin, would you throw off in the first game against the four seed so that you've got rocker lighter? Yes, absolutely, you have to do that. You're going to be hosting. You got to trust your offense to get enough runs. Yes, treat it like a Sunday game. Is Tennessee built for a regional format? Tennessee's I feel like we're still learning about, about them, about. but they just yeah, keep winning. Yeah. They keep winning. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State. I mean, I don't think there's any question they're built to win in a regional right. format because of the depth of arms. Yeah. South Carolina. Feel like we're going to know so much more about them two weeks from now after we weeks, see them yeah. in consecutive weekends ho- uh, at Ole Miss and then hosting Mississippi State. Yeah, I agree. Feels like Florida's starting to get right. Yeah. And then you have Ole Miss. It's sort of similar to your question you asked about Vanderbilt. If you could trust a number three guy out there to get to Hoagland and Nikhazy. On Saturday, Sunday, you're doing great. I'm not sure that Mike Bianco will do it just because he never has. But with that said, Would if Ole Miss it? ends up hosting, if Ole Miss ends up hosting as a one seed, I, I I don't care who the four seed is. It makes all the sense in the world to me to run either Drew McDaniel or Derek Diamond out for game to. one. You have to, to, to look at it in, in the terms of winning the regional. Winning the first game is not important. Winning the regional is important. What is the strategy to win? Now, the losing regional? the first game screws you. You're, 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 well, you're screwed at that point. Because at that point, you almost have to save yeah, them another but day. But if your number three guy can't beat the four seed, then you're not winning the regional anyway. That's true. But then, like you said, though, you, at that point, you almost can't. And stated that a few years back. Um, they lost and they didn't throw Stratton, or they did, no, they threw Stratton in the first game and lost. And at that point, you're you're just you're done too. So that was in the in the Lafayette a, regional, right? No, that was uh, the Tallahassee, I believe. Oh, oh, oh that would have been my other guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 14 regional, they 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 they. they uh, I'm trying to remember who played Jackson State, and the kid from Jackson State threw a well, gym. No, Jackson. 
Jackson State played. Uh, oh, yeah, beat Jackson State beat Lafayette. That's right. Yes, yeah, State beat uh, beat uh, San Diego State. I think it was. I don't remember the pitching rotation for the, for that season. To be totally honest with you, that was a year where you know they sort of relied more on the bullpen, sort of you know, with with Jacob Lingren coming out and Holder and those guys. Um, I guess Ross Mitchell might have been the, the, the game one starter. To be honest with you. But and then yeah, they beat Jackson is. State and then lost twice to, yeah, to Lafayette. Who's going to Lafayette? But, but yeah, if you're Ole Miss, I mean, all you got to do is just tell Diamond an hour year. before the first game that he's starting, and you'll be fine. Can't give him any other kind of thing. Yeah, don't let him think about it. Just when he gets to the ballpark and he's hanging out, wondering why Gunner's not warming up. Bianca walks up and says, "Hey, you're pitching tonight." And boom, you'll get what you got on Thursday. Oh, shoot. I didn't ask Mike Bianco about Gunnar Hoagland. My bad. <laughs> kind of blew that. It's all right. In the post game, it seemed like they could have thrown him if they were willing or needed to go that route on Saturday. Like, apparently, the weekend was good to him, and there was a lot of optimism in the post game for what it's worth. Everything that I heard was following his Friday night start against Mississippi State. On Saturday, he felt more sore than he normally feels following a start. And the soreness didn't really completely subside throughout the week the way it normally does. And he was feeling better each day through the course of the weekend, but ultimately they made the decision probably wouldn't hurt to just hold him. That was kind of the best information. I mean, nobody was going on the record talking extensively about Gunnar Hoagland and how he felt, but that was kind of what I was able to gather through the course of the weekend. So you certainly hope that that's the case. You need him against South Carolina. Big time. And I'll be interested to see whether or not they stick with Drew McDaniel on in Game 3. Or if they go back to Derek Diamond, who was really, really good on Friday against LSU. Thursday against LSU. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll come back and wrap the show up after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good for the drive home. There is uh, some heavy delays. 55 northbound just past the Canton exit. An accident up there causing the delays. Elsewhere, no other major problems. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in. 
and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hi, I'm Mary Whedon. I have a seawall that's falling apart, so I'm using G3 Services to replace it. G3 Services has a long-lasting, good-looking product. Owner Derek Gentry is dependable, and I know this because he's my friend, and he will be yours as well. He also does enclosed patios, concrete walkways, outdoor kitchens, and, well, everything you desire for outdoor living. Call Derek today for an estimate. He is local, and he will call you back. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. The spring seating spectacular at Mazda of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Savings Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. One last time with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Uh, Peter King, Monday morning quarterback guy, says he does one and only one mock draft, and he holds it until the Monday leading into the draft. 
Here's what he says. He says, dart throwing mostly in a mysterious first round. Trevor Lawrence, one to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson, two to the Jets. No surprises. Matt Jones, three to San Francisco. Kyle Pitts, four to Atlanta. Seems like everybody is in agreement about the first four picks. Could things get weird with Atlanta or... They're taking Kyle Pitts because it looks like they might be trying to get rid of Julio Jones and who knows about Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they're definitely getting rid of Jones. His cap hit is pretty ridiculous for them. So, uh, And what's crazy about that deal is they can't trade him for a current 2021 draft pick. It's all It all has to be future assets or other players, I suppose. But uh, So they can't trade him for a 2021 pick because they can't execute the trade until after the draft. And they don't do it in the NFL the way they do in the NBA where you just draft a player that the team you're trading for wants. They don't do that. So that's an interesting little twist. But that's for cap reasons. He's like $30 million against the cap or something like that. He's 32 years old. He's been injured. You know, it's just time to move on and just get whatever you can for him. But I think that solidifies them not going quarterback at four. I could be dead yeah. wrong. It's happened before, it'll happen again. But I think that guarantees Pitts going at four. He has Jamar Chase from LSU going five to the Bengals. He says, for a long time I've thought and even railed about it in this space that the Bengals should just sit here and pick the best tackle in the draft, Panay Sewell. And if they do, good for them. But this exercise is trying to project what I think they will do, not what they should do. And I'm getting to the point where I'm relying on history and this particular board and projecting something for the Bengals, like Jamar Chase in the first round, and then the tackle, Liam Eichenberg, out of Notre Dame in the second round, and then a guard out of Ohio State, Wyatt Davis, in the third round. He says the point in the scouting community, the quality of wideout after the top three has a steep drop-off. The drop-off at tackle is less, and you can find respectable starters at tackle and guard between 30 and 75. It's an interesting way to go about ultimately getting to Jamar Chase goes five to Cincinnati, and then Miami takes Jalen Waddell at six and gives to a legit weapon. Panay Sewell at seven to the Lions. Justin Fields to Carolina. The, the Carolina taking a quarterback conversation really feels like it's heated up in the last week to week and a half. Which is crazy because I don't think that's they really their issue. Yeah. They traded for a quarterback. But at least this makes some sense, though, because they'll get rid of Bridgewater. Denver's a possibility there if they don't go quarterback. It would be a nice spot for Bridgewater as well, and you could get some return for him. Darnold's got two years left on his deal, but that's assuming the team takes the team option. Right. They they could go. And they have not agreed to do that yet. No. So they could go Darnold this year, draft fields, let him figure out the NFL. And then in 2022, it's his team, which that makes sense. Broncos taking Trey Lance out of North Dakota State at number nine. Uh, Dallas with Patrick Sertan at number 10. That seems to be consensus. Micah Parsons to the Giants at number 11. I heard somebody today say, man, it's, it's crazy that we're talking about five quarterbacks before Micah Parsons comes off the board who might be a, you know, decade-long pro bowler slash all-pro type linebacker in the NFL. Eagles with J.C. Horn at 12. Seems high. He's a good player, but 
12. Devontae Smith to the Patriots at 15. The idea that J.C. Horn is going to go before Devontae Smith is hilarious to me. You, you, Philly better be right. Yeah. yeah. They need a receiver, too. Jeez. Najee Harris at 24 to Pittsburgh. What a Ooh. fit that is. What a oh, fit. Oh, man. You thought... We love that term, fit. There it is. Does that feel like he'll be wearing black and gold for a decade? Yep. A decade and just running over people in the snow. Uh, Elijah Moore to the Titans at 27. Would make sense for Tennessee. That's who we were going to take. I know, right? Fantasy draft. Uh, And he's got a trade that takes Tennessee from 22 down to 27 from Baltimore. Okay. Saints taking the corner out of Georgia. Tyson Campbell at 28. Need a corner, sure. Yeah, especially with Lattimore's legal situation, and you don't know yeah. how that's going to play out. you got to go DB round one. Travis Etienne from Clemson to Buffalo at 30. Landon Dickerson, center from Alabama to Baltimore at 31. And then Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle that blew up at the end of the year to Tampa Bay at 32. That's a pretty good defense. He would make it better. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. We will be back with you tomorrow just after 3 o'clock. Have a great Monday night. Oh, it's incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.